Hello and welcome to Word on the Go. My name is Ben Semple from the Summer Madness office. This week we're looking at the way God works and today we're focusing on the way God asks his people to stay faithful. Let's jump right in. So previously we spoke about how we can open our minds to the different ways that God chooses to communicate with us. We reflected on the way God often reveals himself to us through the compassion and generosity of our brothers and sisters, rather than sending an angelic host or performing grand miracles every time. God shows himself in our very midst and desires for us to encourage others and love the world in return. But this is not to say that God does not perform wonders in the world any longer, far from it. In fact, as Christians, I believe we are called to see the miraculous work of God every single day in the minute details of, of our world and our very lives. This calling, I believe, is a matter of faith. In the scriptures, God regularly reminds his people to have faith in his promises and in his character. In Proverbs, Solomon writes, Bind steadfast love and faithfulness around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. In the Gospels, when Jesus is healing the sick and performing miracles, we often hear him say the phrase, Your faith has saved you, or your faith has made you well. It is this idea I want to reflect on today. The way God requires faith from those who say they believe in him. Because it's through faith that we share in the narrative of our biblical heroes like King David or Moses. Though our stories may not look exactly the same as theirs, the command to remain faithful is spoken to all of us equally. In her book Gilead, Marilyn Robinson beautifully demonstrates how the story of Abraham and his great faith is the inevitable story of all parenthood. Here's a short segment from her novel. I began my remarks by pointing out the similarity between the stories of Hagar and Ishmael sent off into the wilderness and Abraham going off with Isaac to sacrifice him as he believes. My point was that Abraham is in effect called upon to sacrifice both his sons and that the Lord in both instances sends angels to intervene at the critical moment to save the child. Abraham's extreme old age is an important aspect of both stories not only because he can hardly hope for more children, not only because the children of old age are unspeakably precious, but also I think because any father, particularly an old father, must finally give his child up to the wilderness and trust to the provision of God. It seems almost cruel for one generation to produce another when parents can secure so little for their children, so little safety, even in the best circumstances. Great faith is required to give the child up, trusting God to honour the parent's love for him by assuring that there will indeed be angels in that wilderness. I noted that Abraham himself had been sent into the wilderness, told to leave his father's house also, that this was the narrative of all generations, and that it is only by the grace of God that we are made instruments of his providence, and participants in a fatherhood that is always ultimately his. There's a line in there that stands out to me. It goes, when parents can secure so little for their children, so little safety. Marilyn here highlights a truth that none of us like to think too much about. How life on earth is so fragile and our circumstances can change at any moment. When stock markets crash or when flash floods ruin homes or when doctors give us bad news about our health, our lives can change dramatically overnight. Because of this, we too must share in the same faith that Abraham shows in the story. 
we too must submit to the will of God who is so much greater and so much wiser than we are. So while we may not be asked to slay Goliath, we are asked to be faithful by offering our possessions to the poor and in doing so throw a stone at the giant of poverty. We might not be asked to overthrow Pharaoh and defeat the Egyptian army, but we are asked to pray faithfully for the coming of the kingdom when darkness and all the forces of evil will be defeated once and for all. We are asked to live by faith, to sacrifice what is precious to us and trust that God will show up in ways that the human mind could not even begin to imagine. God remains faithful to us always and leaps at the opportunity to reward our faith in him. So when we open our mind to the different ways God might be speaking into our lives, let us also increase our faith in the miracles God is performing all around us every single day. I got a, I got a pocket full of trouble, man. And a night.